0: You're listening to a podcast by the Center for Action and Contemplation. To learn more, visit cac.org. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel, as written to us by Matthew. When John the Baptist heard in prison of the works of the Christ, he sent his disciples to Jesus with this question. Are you the one who is to come, or should we look for another? Jesus said to them in reply Go, tell John what you hear and what you see. The blind regain their sight, the lame are walking, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised to life, and the poor have the good news proclaimed to them. How blessed is the one who takes no offense at this. As they were going off, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you go out to the desert to see? A reed swayed by the wind? What did you go out to see? Someone dressed in fine clothing? Those who wear fine clothing are in royal palaces. What did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom it is written, Behold, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way before you. I say to you, Among those born of women, there has been none greater than John the Baptist. Yet the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. This is good news from the Lord. So we're back in Advent and highlighting John the Baptist as usual. And the usual phrase on banners and in sermons is John the Baptist is the one who foretold the Messiah. Not really. If you look through all the teachings of the prophets, including John the Baptist, maybe 1% of their talk is about foretelling the Messiah but it's not far away. It's describing and modeling the qualities of a great teacher, one who is to come, one they should look for, one they should hope for. And there's given a number of very clear indications in this text. This is what you look for. Because you can really only tell authenticity by the fruits. Not what people say, not what title they have, not what lovely garments they wear. This was no week to do this. I don't think it's a, they're supposed to be living in royal palaces. <clears throat> uh, how do you tell? Well, he lists the qualities. When you see these qualities you can trust that this Person might be the anointed one and that's the meaning of Messiah so he says here's what's happening the blind are regaining their sight people are looking at things in whole new ways people who are lame and playing the game of victimhood suddenly are taking up their mat and walking people who are overcome with shame and guilt lepers are cleansed people who've been deaf stone deaf for years you can't tell them anything the deaf are hearing and even people who we all considered morally spiritually dead are raised to life and then the last one is perhaps the hardest and the most telling of all. Although although you would have thought it was the dead being raised. The poor have good news proclaimed to them. It's not good news for the rich. It's not good news for the powerful. If it's truly a word of liberation it's got to be good news for those at the bottom. The top can always take care of itself. So Jesus is not that concerned about the top. He knows if he liberates the bottom, uh, it'll float upward. Sort of the opposite of what some of us were taught about uh, trickle-down economics. And then he gives a few more indications. What did you go out to the desert to see? a reed swayed by the wind. It's wonderful how ancient texts talk metaphorically and poetically. Of course they didn't go out to see the reeds flying in the breeze. It's someone who can be bought off by the latest poll, who's totally manipulatable, who says what he needs to say or she needs to say to get elected. That's a reed, swayed by the latest wind. What did you go out to see? Someone dressed in fine clothing? Those who wear fine clothing are in royal palaces. So he's saying, look in a different place for the Messiah. Don't look up, look down. Don't look at the center and the top, look at the edge and the bottom. It's no surprise that Martin Luther King, Nelson Mandela, Mother Teresa, the really great ones, are associated with the bottom, not with the top. And that's one of the hardest messages to teach, because if we'd all be honest, we all want to be on the top, don't we? Maybe not you. I hope not, because there's nothing up there that you don't have already at the so-called bottom. This is the one about whom it is written behold I am sending my messenger ahead of you. I'm modeling for you the qualities to look for when the Messiah comes. So it isn't that he has to have a lot of letters after his name, high degrees from an Ivy League university, he doesn't have to or she doesn't have to uh, be an important politician or ordained person. It's just someone who looks like this. And that's probably why we miss him or her. We're waiting for the big shots. And God comes into the world under the little shots, with the little shots. So. Where we aren't looking. I'm saying to you. Among those born of women. There has been none greater than John the Baptist. Yet the least. In the kingdom of heaven. Is greater than he. Look among the least. Look among the homeless. Look among the poor. Look among the immigrants. Look among the gay. Look among those who aren't considered wonderful and you might have a much better chance of finding an enlightened person than those of us like me and I hope not you who have done it all right and perfect and think we've earned salvation. Those who have to struggle for it, those who have to wait for it, Those who have to beg for it, those who have to need grace, are the ones who enjoy it. Make sure you're in need, deep need.